What's up, guys? It is Carly here, bringing you episode number 19 of the Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. As always, I am joined by the homie, JP. How are you doing, JP? Yo, yo, what up? We are back in the flesh, in the audio yes. flesh. That yes. that would be a cool band name, Audio Flesh. Yeah, it would. I just, we should start up, it. I came up with that. Okay, good for you. All right, I'm going to play the drums. Um, I guess that leaves me with the guitar. Yeah, but you suck at guitar. I tried to learn the bass once. I did okay. I didn't really do that well. Okay, well, uh, just so you know, and maybe the listeners know, if I leave for a second, it's because I ordered food, and I'm going to no- need to go get that. Like a dumb ass. No, 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 no. I'm not a dumb ass. Just hungry you, ass. You could have, you could have, re- I mean, you could have ordered food at any time, not in the middle of recording with your homie. I wasn't in the middle of recording. It was before recording. Great. Now we have like 10 minutes till it comes probably. Yeah, right. They're never on time. They said 45 minutes, so that means an hour. Okay. So, what you been up to? Not much. I mean, well, I mean, I guess kind of much. I got a new job, so I left JP behind and moved on in life. And started this new new job last week, so I've been trying to learn that, and I like it. The only thing is, like, I've been so tired every day, and either that or I've been doing stuff after work, and I haven't really watched any movies. And if I have, I've like started them and then not finished them. See, so it kind of. I knew this was gonna happen. I called it, guys. What? I was right. Who's the guys that you were right to, dude? The listeners. What do you mean? Right about what? I said that once you leave from my vicinity, you would stop watching movies. And you would slowly stop. You would start by just not watching as many. Then you would watch, you know, a a significantly less amount. And then you would stop altogether. Okay, dude. But, like, it's not that I am not wanting to watch them like I have a giant pile and I'm depressed because I keep looking at it thinking I want to watch all that stuff but like I now work like I have to wake up super early for work so I feel like I have to go to bed super early which really I don't I just keep it's feeling like I do this job the, the last job you had no it's not I don't live like two minutes away from this job and I can't just I've been doing ch- that forever I, I just told the same you I've never done it before you. I've never done it before, dumb ass. It's, You've been I'm working saying, at this it's job the same forever. Is what I do. You're not listening to me at all, so we should move on in this conversation, I think. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm just calling you a fake horror fan. I'm a quitter. Dude, I'm not a quitter. I'm just, like, being honest with the listeners. I'm saying, hey, <laughs> I've been tired lately, but once I get the hang of the job and I realize what time I really should be going to bed, I'm going to watch more movies. And I even said I've been depressed because I haven't been able to watch more movies. Nothing, nothing worse than a quitter. Maybe an Indian giver. A what? An Indian giver? That's probably oh. racist. That sounds very racist. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It was a term that kids used to say when we were kids. Where, like, let's say, like, 
this dude down the street was like, I will trade you one copy of Sonic and Tails, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, for Mortal Kombat 1. And I'd be like, all right, I like Sonic and uh, Sonic. Uh, why do I keep saying Sonic and Tails? I like Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 2. Uh, and honestly, Mortal Kombat 2 is better than Mortal Kombat 1. So I will trade you, even though I probably already had Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So this story really doesn't work too well. But I would be like, here you go. And then next thing you know, his dad's pounding on my door saying that I have his game and it's it like i hate when people say it like that because it's like no we have each other's games or now we have our own games because we traded <laughs> you know but like it sounds worse than it is because like he has my son's game like i just jacked it you know and uh then that's what an indian giver is it's somebody who gives you i guess that's not really a fair analysis because that's like an indian trader um, yeah. an Indian giver would be somebody who's like, you're on the playground or whatever. And this kid gets like a new ball or something. And he's like, here, you want my old ball? And I'm like, yeah, I don't have a ball. And I take it and go home. And then he's like, Hey, I'm going to need my ball back. And I, and I'm like, well, you gave it to me. And he's like, yeah, but I want it back. Cause it was, it was mine. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> That's an Indian giver. Fuck them guys. Yeah, fuck Indians. Yo! Buddy, that's what you were essentially trying to say, I think. No, I wasn't. Okay. But, anyway. Yeah, you are <clears throat> one step above an Indian giver. I will take that as a compliment, buddy. No, it's. I'm saying you're a quitter, and it's like... No, I'm it's not, dude. almost nearly as bad as an Indian giver. I'm not a quitter, dude. <laughs> dude. Like, you're a fake, you're a fake Netflix and chill fan. Why? Because you've watched the move and then you don't tell I've me. I've been tired lately. Oh, have you? Yeah. Me too. Okay, so that's why we haven't recorded. That's why I haven't been watching movies. No, because you're a quitter. No, you're annoying me. <laughs> and I hate you. There's a love heart at the bottom of my screen for some reason. I don't know why, because I hate what? you. I don't know. On the bottom of Skype, there's like a love heart really? for some reason. Yeah, I've just updated Skype, and oh, that's I it's weird. That. I don't know what it means. Probably means that you love me. I hate you. So, so anyway. So, what are we doing today, tonight, today, this morning, this evening, whenever you're listening to this? Well, glad you asked. We are doing a film called Still Slash Born from the Shudder today. Yeah, so this was your pick. And uh, I I, I actually suggested to this this film to you, right? You did. And then, like, I think after you did, Austin actually told me that he, like, coincidentally told me he watched it. And he was like, hey, if you have a chance, you should check this movie out. So I was like, oh, we should probably do that then since he he seemed to like it. We've had a history of baby-related horror films on the Shudder shows that we've done. Or not just Shudder, but, like, the Netflix and Chill show that we've done. Uh, I believe our second episode third episode something we did shelly we did did we do shelly that was the second episode yeah yeah uh anti-birth yeah then we had like 
a baby themed episode. We did baby. Bl- I watched baby <laughs> blues. <laughs> Uh, we both watched, uh, what was that one? Baby. Baby Blood. Baby Blood. Baby Blood. Was there another one in there too? That was Yeah, Prevent. 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 Was like yeah. the main, was the main one we yeah. were trying to do. And then we tried to throw in Baby Blood because it sounded like a cool double feature, but you, you were on Netflix watching this, some Baby Blue movie and then you're telling me about it. And I'm like, that's not at all the movie that we were agreeing on. Yeah. So then we ended, you ended up reviewing that one by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was pretty cool though. So we we have a long history with baby or mother themed horror movies, and I'm a fan. I like most of them. Yeah, me too. Even Shelley, I liked. Yeah, like it was a little bit slow, but it was it was all right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is the new Shutter exclusive. It's a few weeks old by this point, uh, but you know, check it out. We're going to review it here in a little bit. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about some uh, things that have went on since the last time we recorded. So we, I believe, talked about Joe Bob coming back in the form of a 24-hour marathon. Did we talk about that on this show? I honestly don't remember. I feel like we had to have... Because, like, our last episode wasn't that long ago, and I feel like that was probably a current event, but I actually can't remember. Yeah, and that was exclusive to the Shutter Network, U.S. only, and I watched it. I watched the entire 24 hours of it. I didn't make it to the 27-hour mark, uh, which is what it actually was, but it was uh, Joe Bob hosting movies on Shutter, classic Monster Vision style, uh, it was announced earlier in the year that he would be doing something in June or July. Friday the 13th happened in July, so it seemed like the perfect time. Shutter does it, does it big, does it similar to how they've used to do it on his last two shows, uh, which was like the drive-in something, which I wasn't alive for, uh, and then the uh, Monster Vision on TNT. So that was that was extremely cool that they announced that that would happen. Uh, Jeremy had the idea, Jeremy from 22 Shots had the idea to do a 24-hour marathon along with it, like streaming. He was crazy yeah. for su- suggesting that, but we ended up doing it, and we did do it. We we left a half hour early, but that was only because our recording could only last eight hours, and the way that we started like 15 minutes early or something like that. Um, we would have had to start a new stream and it would have only been like a 15 minute stream. So it just seemed pointless to do that. Um, but we did it. It was pretty crazy. And, uh, you watched a lot of it. You participated in a little bit of it. We had guests on, uh, they did fantastic in terms of numbers. We had always between, you know, 20 and a hundred viewers. Uh, I would say 50 is where we mostly had, and uh by the when end you first of the- started up it was like 90 95 i was like holy crap they're famous <laughs> yeah and uh we had i think like over 3000 views total since the vi- mm-hmm. videos have come out so that's yeah. pretty cool you can watch them they're on mood 616's youtube channel um I mean, obviously, it's 24 hours, so they're not the most entertaining all the time. But I I heavily suggest that there is great moments in those. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
I couldn't stop watching it. And I'm glad you guys didn't give up. Even though I felt like you should have at some points, because like you were both looked miserable and tired. But well, like, Jer- I still was didn't want down you to morale a little bit. Because yeah. okay, first of all, he hates people. So like, <laughs> when we started having guests on and stuff, he got like really bummed out. Yeah. And then people he were did. giving him shit too, so he was a little bit bummed out about that. But other than that, I mean, it was it was. I don't blame him for being. He handled it way better than I thought he would. And honestly, yeah. it was a. He did a good job, you know, considering the, the length. Yeah, of he time was we funny. Talk. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, that went over well, and uh, it actually went over a little too well. So, this is kind of interesting because Jeremy actually said this leading up to it all week. He said that Shutter's servers are gonna crash. And if you've ever played a new video game, like a new Call of Duty comes out, you go to the midnight release, you get it, you come back, the servers are effed. Like, everybody can't get into games. It's like, some of the Call of Duties last a week or longer with that uh, happening. But, so, anytime there's like a big event um, with the Call of Duties or or something, like a new one, you know, the servers usually crash. crash. And uh, he called it on this. And it, and it happened. The servers crashed. It would not work at all. You know, the, like nobody could do it. Uh, I think the only people that were getting in were people who owned Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some people were streaming it on Twitch. Uh, so a couple of us watched it that way, like through piracy. I mean, we own Shutter, so I, I don't I don't feel bad about it at all. Um, yeah. And uh, we pay for Shutter, so you know, whatever. And that, you know, eventually, I think after the first movie, after the, I think like right at the end of the first movie or like right at the beginning of the second movie, which was Sleepaway Camp was the second movie, the servers came back on. So, um, that was pretty cool. And we ended up not really having many problems the rest of the night, um, into the morning, into the afternoon. I heard that they did crash again later in the day, but I couldn't, I, I don't think I it happened to me or mm-hmm. um what <clears throat> but yeah it was it was pretty sick there was a lot of movies i've n- i don't i think that is the i've never watched that many movies in one day ever <laughs> seriously i've yeah. never watched that many movies it was yeah, insane it was damn insane like I- i'm gonna be honest i stopped paying attention to movies around like the eighth movie or something like that maybe a little yeah. bit uh before that cuz I was just burnt out on watching movies. Honestly, the hardest part, if I ever did that again, I would buy a new, I actually bought a new computer desk almost specifically for this event. (laughs) If I ever did it again, I would need a better chair, like an ergonomically correct chair that's not old because my God, that was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done. That was funny as hell whenever you just became a chair at the end of it. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> I actually, dr- I rode a bus from like Florida to Pennsylvania, you know, a, a multiple day journey and it didn't yeah. suck that bad. <laughs> uh, That's sad. So anyway, just to let everybody know what, what it was, it was Tourist Trap, which I didn't watch. Cause, and which I was kind of excited for that one too, because, you know, they honestly didn't, 
I've never seen that film. And they, they, they only hyped three films. They hyped Sleepaway Camp, Basket Case, and Taurus Trap. Those were the three they showed clips to that were confirmed. Uh, the film after that was Sleepaway Camp, which was definitely the funnest watch out of everything. Uh, and they had Felissa Rose on. Joe Bob was great. Uh, they had Rabid after that, which was a Cronenberg film I hadn't seen. Uh, so that was a pretty good movie. I need to rewatch some of these, honestly, because like, I paid attention to them. But at the same time, I'm talking over them and stuff, so I miss things. Uh, so I, any of these ratings, I wouldn't you know, fully... you know commit to uh after that we had the prowler which honestly that one started off really good the kills were great uh great tna just good stuff all around and then it just came to a screeching freaking halt man it was so boring um so that was one that i would rewatch, but maybe maybe not love it that much uh Mm -hmm. then after that was sorority babes in the slime ball arama which I've heard of for the longest time. I knew Linnea was in it, and uh, there's there's a lot of you know TNA in that one, and it's pretty cool. Uh, Joe Bob had a funny quote where he said, "The reason this movie was successful is because of the ratio of having like six chicks and three dudes in it." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Makes sense." So uh, that one was uh, pretty cool. You know, that was at this point that's the fifth movie. So. Uh, Daughters of Darkness started, I want to say between like 3 and 4 a.m. or somewhere around there. Boy, oh boy. It may have been even like 5 a.m. or something. That movie brought the whole marathon to a creeching halt. From 1971, (laughs) it's like a lesbian vampire film. I, I could see why that movie might be interesting if it started the marathon or was the second film, you know. But to put it deep into the marathon like that was just brutal. You know, this is like probably the halfway point at this time. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to watch that movie yeah. uh, at all, you know, close to the halfway point, I think. Um, and then after that was a little bit more refreshing cause it was blood feast. Now blood feast is not a great movie. It's Herschel Gordon Lewis, but it is, a interesting movie and i this was this was joe bob's best that he was all night probably he was given so much information on blood feast uh so much history it was like it took me back to the 90s when the reason that i watched this stuff was because i learned i knew you couldn't get this information super easy like you can now and i was surprised that even with the amount of information that's out there he was still able to spit some knowledge that was interesting that nobody else could have known like stuff that personal experiences with say um mr mr herschel gordon lewis uh and i just thought that that was that was really really cool of joe bob really cool um you know monologues and stuff like that i i really 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 dug the the show and uh he did a good job on blood feast and then right after that was basket case which i'm a huge fan of i love me some some basket case i always have such a good movie uh really 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 solid um and it's a 1982 flick which was pretty cool you know so uh, i've already watched it this year but i don't mind watching it again and then here's where I tuned out. Reanimator. 
Um, this was, this was literally when I tuned out and was just kind of burnt out on, on the whole thing, which actually, you know, I watched a lot of movies, so yeah, that's actually not too bad of a spot to turn out, tune out on. Um, I think this was like, this was it, this was like in the more like 11 AM or like noon or something like, I can't really remember my, my, uh, it might've been like one even I can't, I couldn't remember the times were so weird. Uh, and then, uh, that, you know, reanimator is good. I, I, I seen it for the first time recently, so it was still pretty fresh in my memory. Uh, then demons was after that classic, good, fun stuff. Um, and then I knew that the next movie was going to just drag the marathon. Uh, and that was the legend of boggy Creek because that movie's transfer is really God awful. Uh, it's an inter- interesting movie to watch like one time. Uh, but this was my second time seeing it, so I, w- I wasn't very interested in that. And then finally, Hellraiser, which was a good way to end the marathon for me, um, because I love Hellraiser. And they did show pieces after that, but I, like I said, I fell asleep. Um, Joe Bob was killing it on Demons as well. He was talking about the history of the films and how weird it is and stuff like that. And then Hellraiser, um, he had a lot of cool stuff to say on that one as well. So, just a fantastic showing. Uh, I remember going to sleep at like 11 p.m. that night and really just being very confused. It had been a very long time since I've stayed up for 24 hours straight and even maybe the first time that I've ever stayed in the same place while doing it and, you know, done the same thing the entire time. When you do that, it trips you out. You get a really weird mental fog that's going on where one, you're delirious two you're just extremely exhausted. Your body hurts, but also it feels like you're missing time. So it feels like because you've been sitting in the same place so long and being awake so long, it feels like it's the same day. It doesn't feel like a whole day has gone past. So the rest of the week I was off by a day. It was very weird. I I just, I noticed it yesterday when I got home that I just, now feel completely normal which is insane because you know <laughs> it was such a weird thing man I, I i mean it didn't help that i had to work the next day not the next day but like the next after the marathon i had to go to sleep and wake up for work it, it really jacked me up like so the night you went to sleep you had to go to wait like you went to sleep that night and had to go to work the next day or you were off and then you had to go to no, work the I next day? No, I had to day. go to sleep the next day after staying up for 24 hours. Oh, buddy. Yeah. I was supposed to be off, but... Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that was the marathon. Uh, the final note on that is that actually they announced today that Joe Bob would be returning again. I saw that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to actually watch some of that because I really didn't. Please do, please do. I'm gonna. Re- I started rewatching the beginning uh, with Taurus Trap. I wanted to sit down and actually finish it, but um, I just wa- I wanted to see the f- start of the marathon. Uh, but yeah, so gonna definitely, definitely, definitely watch all of them because they are all available in individual episodes right now, which is really cool. Well, it's funny. I like the other night I put on um, the street, you know, the what what you guys were watching the Joe Bob thing on and Sleep Boy Camp was playing and I was just laying in bed on my phone app and like I just clicked on it 
just out of curiosity of what was playing. And then I couldn't stop watching Sleepaway Camp. And then finally <laughs> I was like, I got to go to bed. It's like midnight. But like, I don't, and that's the one I did watch during that marathon. So like, it was just stupid, but I really like that movie. Yeah, so, I, I love Sleepaway <clears throat> Camp. It's definitely probably in my top 25 now. Um, yeah. There was another little bit of news that came out regarding Shudder, and it was that Creepshow, uh, the iconic horror anthology, is going to be brought back to life as Shudder, uh, as a Shudder TV series. Um, directing uh, Director is going to be Greg Nicotero, of course, from The Walking Dead fame, uh, special effects artist, can be effects. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Because he worked on the original Creepshow with uh, Romero... Uh, or actually Creepshow 2 maybe I'm not sure uh, but this was the hit in 2019 so uh, next year but uh, really pumped that, that Creepshow is going to be an anthology television series that's freaking man Shudder's just fucking killing it dude I literally yeah. love Shudder and I don't I try not to cuss too much on here because I don't really like like 22 shots is the cussing place but fuck I love Shudder. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't realize this wasn't the cussing place. Yeah, I, do, I try to be Sorry, more everybody. like safe for work. I guess. Oh um, yeah. I actually odd story is I when we created Twenty Two Shots, I actually tried to pitch to the guys that we should be a non-explicit show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not for me, honestly. I don't. Cuss. Not to like I, I can let easily... stuff slip. I used to not, and then I, like, I don't know. Like, after I got out of high school and, like, started working for some reason, I started swearing a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's happening in 2019. Um, As of right now, it's uh, San Diego Comic-Con, so there's, like, a ton of, uh, a ton of, uh, like, news and stuff going on, so I wouldn't be surprised if more Shutter news came out. Uh, but yeah, they're bringing back uh, Joe Bob again later in the year. Probably more details will follow, so that's pretty cool. Hell yeah! All right, so uh, do you want to get into Stillborn? Sure. All right, Stillborn came out February ninth of twenty eighteen. Was has it really been that long, or was that no? That was the premiere, I think. Yeah, it came out in um, May on yeah. Shutter, I believe. Okay, it feels like it feels like it's been that long, honestly. Oh, really? At this point, like Dude, I don't, I don't know sucked. for sure when. It, maybe it, maybe it was. <laughs> it might have been. I don't. Yeah, it like it just feels like it to me because I watched it a little bit ago, and then people were talking about it before I watched it. But I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. It was directed by Brandon Christensen, uh, also partially written by him. Uh, thus far, he's only done shorts, and he did a TV miniseries called Black Ice, which I had not heard of. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and then the co-writer was Colin M- Minihan, um, who actually has done a couple of things as a director. Oh, that's actually one of the Vicious Brothers, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, he wrote and directed a few things. Um, he uh, wrote... Grave Encounters and Grave Encounters 2. He directed Grave Encounters. Uh, he also directed uh, Extraterrestrial and wrote it, uh, as well as it Stains the Stand Red and What Keeps You Alive, which I don't think is out yet. Mm. So that's, that's really cool. 
Yeah. Um, because I loved Grave Encounters 1 and 2. They're really good found footage films. I still haven't watched them. They're, I think, I think they're on Shudder. Um, I think they're, they were all, they always used to be on Netflix. Yeah, the, the DVD was actually, for, I have the DVD for the second one, but this, the first one's like a little harder to find now for like a mm. cheap price. Um, but yeah, so he was a partial writer on this one. Um, so I think he's, so he's like part of the Butcher brother, the Vicious Brothers. Was that what it was? The Vicious Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm not too familiar with, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those were the writer and director. And, uh, as for Brandon Christensen, like I said, he didn't do a ton in terms of, uh, directing just a lot of shorts and that one TV miniseries. Um, as a writer, let me see if he actually did anything other than what's there. Uh, writing credits, um, more short. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Uh, but yeah, do you want to hit us with the synopsis? Yeah, real quick, I was looking, I was just on IMDb and the trivia says that the baby who plays her son in this movie is Brandon Christensen's niece and the production of the film was scheduled around her birth. Whoa. And that's kind of cool. That and also it's a, it's a girl cool. playing a boy baby. <laughs> Peter Pan shit right there. Yeah, but anyway. Um, okay, so Mary, a new mother gives birth to twins, but only one of them is alive. While taking care of her living child, Adam, she suspects that something, a supernatural entity, has chosen him and will stop at nothing to take him from her. That is your synopsis. Okay, yeah, so, um, it sounds cliche and basic. Yeah, it sounds, honestly, like... When we were talking about doing this movie, and I kind of looked into it, and then even when Austin said, hey, this movie's really good, I was kind of like, okay, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Like, I, I was thinking maybe it would be like a pregnancy horror, because that's kind of like what we've been doing, really, when it comes to baby horror. It seems like it's always revolving around just pregnancy, but this was like a ghost type of story, so I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. I was actually little story we were going to do this like a month ago mm-hmm. and uh i had watched it and not even like barely paid attention to it at all like it was just on my phone the whole time i just couldn't get engaged uh so i was like you know what? i honestly didn't i like literally couldn't even review it because i didn't pay attention to any of it <laughs> yeah uh, so i was like i need to rewatch it but because i felt like i had watched it but i really didn't i didn't feel like doing it again um, so that's what took me so long to finally get to it. And then it just clicked one night, man. Sometimes you just got to turn your fucking phone off and sit down and, and just watch the goddamn movie, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's, I, I have, a, that, I, I use, my phone is a complete crutch when I'm bored. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, it just me- looked basic as hell to me at first where I was just like, I didn't even want to give it a chance. Yeah, I know. It like. And you said like it looked like something you had to be in the mood to watch, and it it is something you have to be in the mood to watch. I'm not saying it isn't like you have to want to watch um, a spooky type of movie mm-hmm. or like a ghostly type of film. But yeah, but you don't even know yeah. that that's what it's gonna be. like. You do, but like, you, like yeah, there's a right. difference between like a ghost movie and like a scary movie because. Mm-hmm. 
honestly, most ghost movies can be scary, but yeah, like if they're not, then they really need like some cool characters or something like that. Uh, but this film is actually very scary. This is the scariest film I've watched of the year so far. Um, last year it was Annabelle two was the scariest movie I watched, but yeah, this movie actually is scary. And I was like, dude, that is awesome. I love a movie that can scare me. So right mm-hmm. away, um, this movie is good. It's no matter what, if a movie scares you repeatedly, it is a good movie. End of story. There's no debate there. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny, like, I had the opposite, because I, too, had to give this movie a second watch, just because I watched it and paid attention to it that first time around, so I watched it, uh, what was it, like, two days ago, and watching it then, I wasn't paying as much attention to it, because I'd watched it so previously, and, or so soon after, or whatever, and, um, I already knew what was going to happen, so I was kind of on my phone, but at the same time, I took that opportunity to watch some of the spooks because I was hiding behind my hands the first time around. Because I such get a baby, dude. I get so scared, and I'm I'm like sitting on my couch alone at night, and I That's was so the best. spooked. That's the best. I, I love but buddy, that. I don't have anyone to protect me, so I was scared, protect and I was your goddamn scared. self. I can't. What if the ghost? It's it's a ghost. First it's of all, hurt ghosts me. aren't real. Second of all, if they were, ghosts playing asses. Dude, you ain't there to whip no, their dude, ass, though. I'm saying if they were haunting me. Okay, dude, good for you. But I'm saying I'm a girl, and I'm vulnerable, and I'm scared. And um, so I was kind of hiding my eyes during the spooky parts. But when I watched it the second time, I was like, you know what? I'm immune to this movie. I already know what's coming and what's going to happen. So now I'm going to actually keep my eyes open during these parts. And I got spooked once again, but like in a different way because I actually watched it. So, yeah. that's my story. So, um, this woman basically uh, lives with her husband. Is it her husband or her fiancé? Um, it's her husband. Okay. And he seems like an extremely successful guy. I mean, this house that they're living in is insanely... Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Like, it, that's the first thing I noticed. It's an immaculate house. Like, it is... That is an expensive house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he must be really, really successful, right? Yeah. And it seems like he's so successful that his job is very important to him. uh, And he leaves his wife to take care of the child. Um, One of them has passed away. Do do they say that? I can't remember. It's the very first clip of the movie. Oh, they say that we lost one? No, it's like the very first clip. She's giving birth. They... They're holding the baby, they give it to her, and then, like, it's another clip of her giving birth, and, like, that time, like, her, like, face kind of drops, and the nurse kind of just looks at her, and then it comes up saying, stillborn. Yeah, like, it's Symbolizing su- that it's dead, yeah. Yeah, it is a little subtle, though. Um, I must have not paid attention to the first clip that much, because that usually happens with me, um, <laughs> yeah. unless they engage me, like, right away. Uh, but I did notice that, like, when she was in the nursery, they kept up the other bed. Yeah. And the other child's name, which I don't remember what it was. It wasn't Adam. It was Thomas. Thomas. So that's eerie for one, but it's also very traumatic to look over at that all the time if you're her, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, besides that, it, it just starts getting spooky eventually. Like she sees the baby monitor and sees like a person in the room with the baby. 
Uh, and then, of course, when she goes up there, the person's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's but some she- other... She's starting to hear noises and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like... And, you know, Austin, like, told me this ahead of time, but, like, that 100% reminded me of Insidious, just that first... Oh, yeah, for that sure. First me too. I, that's I the first like... thing I thought of, yeah. And, um, there's, like, one where she's laying in bed and looking up at a vent, and, you know, I'm not gonna spoil everything, but yeah. there's something creepy that happens there. Uh, so it's, it's kind of, you know, cliche in a way where it's just different scares, but I think what really sets this one apart from from others is one, it's actually scary, mm-hmm. and two, I think that I was feeling legitimately like the baby could die in this movie. Yeah. Which helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, Good. Um, I forget what I was gonna say. Uh, well, like I was just gonna say, like. There's some effects in this movie also that kind of, like, ghostly effects, I guess, that remind me of something out of the, you know, the American Grudge movies and things like that. Yeah, that, that was the one thing I, feel I didn't like, like. That's what I was going to say. I feel like people hate on that, but to me, like, I, I see why it's, like, bad and cliche, but for me, that always has creeped me out, no matter what. Like, the Grudge has kind of um, aged badly on me, but, I don't know, seeing it in this movie, I was kind of... Spooked see, by to it, me, but I, I I'm see more why some scared people... of just an old, like a woman that's standing there, scary looking. Whenever they yeah. start contorting and it looks very fake, that's when it's like, and mm-hmm. it, I can understand that it's otherworldly or it's go, you know, a ghost, so it's like doesn't apply to the laws of our physics. But it just, I don't know, it it, it looks bad. Like I feel like that effect is hard to pull off in a realistic way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I there was, but they don't, it's very small in this movie. It's in the hallway when she's backing up towards the staircase. That's the only part where I think they go a little too overboard with it. It was like, yeah. it was scary, but I think that if they would have just toned it down a little bit, it would have been better um, for me personally. Uh, now, this movie is successful on its tension building, its, its actual scenes. There's actually a part that, thought was really well done it's shot really well too there's um great camera angles the lighting is amazing like especially in the hall when the lights keep dimming and she's walking backwards uh as well as Mm -hmm. there's some helicopter shots there's some shots over the river the lake or whatever that are really good really make you feel like you're watching a movie that that seems very high budgeted um i think that there was a little bit you know left to be desired in terms of the actual storyline did you feel that at all what do you like just you felt the story was lacking well like i just wanted more of like what was happening like why yeah like i feel like the i don't know i was like did it have anything like, to they do give with an ex- thomas dying or is that just that's what, I, okay, yeah, that's what I was trying to, that's what I'm trying to, like, say. Like, there is a small thing that's trying to, like, link that, like, an explanation. I guess it's supposed to be that this demonic thing, pray, like, killed Thomas and, like, wants to eat her other baby now because that one got away. It actually lived. But, like, I feel like they kind of rushed it because the first time I watched it, I kind of missed the point of it. And I was like, why is this? 
have to do with like the stillborn and things like that. But on second watch, Wait, I what, was, why that does part it have to she, do with the stillborn? Because like the she fi- she goes to that like old lady or whatever mm. and finds, and that's where she like kind of finds out that this is a special demon, like a legend behind this demon that it preys on newborn children, I believe, and it's supposed to uh, suggest that it killed her first baby, Thomas, because there's that part in that recording where it's like, oh, your first baby was so yummy, and like I can't wait to eat your other one or whatever. Just give me cold chills. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you scared? So there's also another dynamic played in this movie, and it's playing on the fact that postpartum depression mm-hmm. yeah, and the fact that it might be all in her head. Yeah. Um, and it very well, you know, I'm not going to tell you which one it actually is, but I will tell you this, that I found it pretty much a, I found it pretty, ba- pretty, I knew what it was the whole time. I never questioned myself is what I'm saying without spoiling anything. Yeah. Did you? Uh, no. Or did they have you guessing? Um, at, like towards the ending, I feel like I was kind of like not 100% sure about what, it, what it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was, it felt like it was a pretty basic story towards the beginning. But then like, once you get to what's, going on towards the end, that's when I thought, like, oh, maybe this might be something different. Yeah, I was I was almost certain that it was going to be what I thought it was, and it was. So uh, I don't think that it was too um, good at telling – I mean, it was it was okay to have there because it, it does leave a little bit of questions. But I think at its heart, um, that dynamic of is she crazy, is she not um, – yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so <clears throat> I think that one of my favorite scenes is definitely uh, the axe chopping the door scene where uh, she leaves her baby in the bathroom and then the door shuts and it's in the bathtub mm-hmm. and the bathtub is still filling up. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty sketch. Yeah. And it's really like the axe part is like really creepy. Yeah. Like something that she does, but yeah. just the way she yeah is acting. But um, yeah. What do you do? You um, do you like her in general as a character and how I she's acting? I do like her. Yeah. I didn't like her. Like, I didn't like her right away, mm-hmm. but she grew on me. I think she fits the look very well. Yeah, like towards the end, I was getting maybe a little bit annoyed by how she's acting but like at the same time it's believable how she just she's like over acting a little bit like overreacting to situations and like um think she's putting things together in her head and like kind of going crazy like mm-hmm. clearly she's losing her mind and it's very believable but that was getting on my nerves a little bit i guess but like it is believable. i love when she flips out on the baby <laughs> that was funny dude i was like holy ass I lo- like I actually, her mom was like uh her mom <laughs> Freaking mom character. Yeah. Like, I actually laughed out loud at that part. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty good. But overall, I like her. And then um, I cut the whole movie, I was trying to figure out who the dad character was. It was driving me crazy. He actually played in Tucker and Dale versus Evil as the douchebag 
Chad character. Really? Yeah, and he actually, <laughs> like, I was Chad. like, oh my god, he actually, he does a good job of playing, he, he does a pretty good job. He can, like, fit roles pretty well. Yeah, no, I, I liked it. I thought I thought he was good, I thought she was good, I liked the neighbor. Uh, very small cast of characters in this one. Yeah. Uh, I think that this movie, honestly, it's just mostly effective scares. Um, some people, I mean, they, they're kind of jumpy scares, but at the same time, they're not boo scares, which are, in my you know, those are the fake, like, cat jumping out of the closet scare. Oh, yeah. Um, what did you think? I mean, do you think that the scares are, are really well done? Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, that's why... I really, really love this movie is because it's, like you said, it's the scariest movie that I've really seen so far this year, and I feel like you don't really get that as much nowadays. It seems like movies are either horror comedies or horror dramas or, like, more artsy and stuff like that, and I love those movies, too, but I feel like it's been so long since I've saw, well, scratch that. I mean, I've seen, like, the new Insidious and, like, Annabelle and all that, but I feel like you just don't see those genuinely scary movies that I would have popped in in middle school or high school just to be creeped out nowadays. So I really liked it for that alone. Um, like I said, on rewatch right away, it wasn't as effective. But like I said, I tried to make myself watch the scare so I would still get some effect. But I feel like it's not one to run back to right away necessarily. But at the same time, it's I thought it was really, really effective. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I I think that I think it's a good movie, man. Uh, I don't think there's a ton to say about it. Yeah. It's, you know, kind of a simple film. Mm-hmm. Uh it but it I don't I don't know what people what I'm actually curious to know what people would not like about it. I'm not you know? Yeah, and I'm not really seeing many people talk about this one either. Yeah. I mean, just looking at my letterbox, I have people that have rated it 2, two and a half. Oh. <laughs> Um, three and a half, three and a half, and you have the highest rating uh-huh. uh, out of my friends. Yeah, I, um, I could see why people wouldn't love it. I'd see it maybe as generic or something like that. Yeah. But uh, for me, it just depends on what you like, I guess. Yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Ratings? Yeah, um... I'll just go. F- I'll go first. Okay, you can. Okay, you you can get. Well, Good. No, no, no. Go well, ahead. This is awkward. Oh. Okay. Um, I not. I really liked this movie. I thought it was really creepy, really effective. Um, really enjoyed the characters. Like I said, only complaints are maybe the main character sort of started to annoy me a little bit, and maybe the story felt a little bit rushed and didn't really give you the main point uh, that upfront or anything like that, but. Other than that, I definitely recommend this one, and I give it a 9 out of 10. Hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, this is definitely uh, a top 10 contender for me. Uh, I'm coming in uh, a little high on this one, not quite as high as her, because, um, you know, it, I just am a little lower, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, it's fair enough. This is the this is the first movie I watched in five days, <laughs> uh, which is pretty crazy because like it was funny. I was looking over my July totals on Letterboxd and I had amassed twenty eight movies by the fourteenth of July, which is like two movies a day. Yeah, and it's because of the marathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Ten, t- uh, 12 movies in a day. I've never watched that many movies in a day. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. That's freaking insane. I don't even think I've ever been up for 24 hours after th- th- you said think of Think of us watching our four movies at the drive-in. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, now quadruple it. I would kill you and then, my, <laughs> and then myself and then everyone there. Well, no, that would... I would kill everyone that there and then myself. Wouldn't work. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, we would hate each other by the end of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, stillborn was pretty cool. It, it is my turn coming up mm-hmm. here. Um, I know Castle Rock's coming out, so I kind of want to see that. Oh yeah, honestly. me too. Uh, so that might be something we do. Go back to TV again. Um, but there's also, there's, there's like a ton of new sh- Shutter exclusives on, um, Shutter right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that there's some stuff on Netflix, but I haven't been, I don't think there's anything. I think there was like a few things. It was so funny when we took our break, like there was so much stuff coming out. They're always, <laughs> they're always this when we take our breaks. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Castle Rock comes out this week, guys. So oh, wow. That, that, oh, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, the 25th. You don't have Prime, so I'm going to have to let you borrow my Prime. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or is it Hulu? No, it's Prime, right? Um, no, it's Hulu. Oh, it is Hulu. Do you ha- I'll have to let you borrow my Hulu as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So the 25th... Um, I don't, is it going to be, are they doing like episode by episode format or is the whole series going to be available? Oh, it's only four episodes. Hmm. I was. Oh, uh, okay. So here's the thing. So it looks as if the first three episodes are going to air on July 25th and then the fourth episode will be like a week later. So I'm not sure. They'll probably like pump them out slower maybe. Yeah. I was assuming they'd put a whole season on but that's usually netflix that does that so yeah Yeah. so um i mean we'll we'll check it out but there's a ton of people in the show um bill skarsgård is in it cool sissy spacek terry o'quinn um tons of people who were in actual stephen king adaptations yeah that's cool like people like sissy space i saw her like in the preview i think that's pretty cool to have her come back after all that all the time yeah, so uh, we will definitely check that out. It might not be our next episode, but it, it'll be an episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the full show's out, that's when we'll cover it. Uh, and there's a new th- something new just came on Shutter this week, I think. So um, maybe I'll pick that. There's always Black Mirror season two as well, but I think I'll save that for later. Yeah. Anyway. Another episode down. My food never came. That's I know. I was sitting here concerning. like, yeah, I was sitting here like watching the time and I was like, it's been like an hour. And he said he ordered that before that we started. So, um, yikes. Well, anyway, guys. Oh, did you ever get your refund for movie pass? Yes, I did. Me too. I thought I got ghosted by them, but they did give it back. So props to them. Yeah. Props to them. Yeah. To be fair, I'm sure they were over flooded by much more angry people than us. So, um, anyway, guys, that was episode number 19. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. As always, I am Carly, and that is JP. Yeah. And we are out of here. We are Netflix and chill. We are.
Horror Podcast. Yes, that too. All right, see you guys next time. Deuces. Peace.